Hello. 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 Hello, I'm Gary Bellamy with a special one-off down-the-line special on the Blair years, coming to you live from Westminster. Well, obviously, not in the Palace of Westminster itself, but the nearest studio we could find. But we are about 35-minute drive from, from Westminster. Um, on a Sunday, when the traffic's clear, it's probably about four minutes. So we are pretty, pretty close to, to, the, to the Westminster world. And I can feel the politics buzzing through my veins. So, ten years. It's hard to believe, isn't it? Uh, but we've had ten years of Tony Blair. That, that's, like, that's like the lifespan of a cat. And now he's gone. And Gordon Brown is the new leader of the Labour Party and the leader of the country. But what did Tony Blair mean to you? Will you miss him? What are your memories? What are your hopes and fears for the future? What does it mean for Britain? Call us and let me know on 0800 068 7060 or email us on down the line at bbc.co.uk or just send in your comments via the webpage on the Radio 4 website bbc.co.uk forward slash Radio 4. But uh, before we start, I'd just like to apologise for my last show. We were having some technical problems and I was having some personal problems at home and uh, I became convinced that the studio was haunted. Uh, Then uh, I was startled by the cleaner and uh, I kind of lost my composure and my mind. But the BBC have given me this one-off special and if it goes well, they've promised me another series. Let's let's make this a good show, okay? 0800 068 7060. Give us a call right now. Okay, it's now time to go to our first call, and it's uh, Christopher Nibs. Yeah, Chris Nibs, Chris Nibs. Hello, Chris. Hello, GB. Okay, so uh, you're calling about Tony Blair. Yeah, the tone star. Mm. You know the thing that really gets Nibs' goat? It's all this George Bush's poodle twaddle Mm. everyone goes on about. All this wise Tony Blair sucking up to the Americans. Well, I don't know. Perhaps it's got something to do with the fact that America is the number one most powerful nation in the world. I mean, who the ruddy hell do you want us to be sucking up to? Uh, Bhutan, Wales. Do we really need to be sucking up to anyone? Well, you've got to suck up to somebody, haven't you? Have you? Why? The other thing that's always struck uh, Nibs pretty strongly, the thing about the Tonester, he's one of us, isn't he? Yeah, he's one of us. You know, I'm a musician, I'm a jazz buff, and, you know, I like the fact, people, people laugh at Tony Blair playing the guitar, but I like the fact. Don't you like that fact? I like that, I like that fact. You, you know, you want a prime minister you feel is on your level. The thing about Tony Blair, he had pop star appeal, didn't he? Things can only get better, and they bloody well did. So do you think things are going to get better or worse under Gordon Brown? I think Gordon Brown's done nothing but harm to this country since he's been in power. Yeah, hang on, Nibs, he's only been in power for about eight hours. Yeah, and the whole country's going to the dogs. Well, I think we need to give him a bit more time than that, to be honest. Thanks for your call, Nibsy. OK, my next caller, uh, it's uh, Bob Whitehorn. Hello. Hello there. Hello there. Well, during Tony Blair's stewardship, we have suffered the collapse of the health service, a soaring crime rate, the education system is in complete disarray, he has led us into a disastrous war in Iraq, however, property prices have soared through the roof, and that, allied to my enormous egg farming interests, have propelled me to seventh in the rich list. Beat that. OK, it's uh, Tony Blair's special 10 years of Tony Blair. What is his legacy? Give us a call on 0800 068 7060. Uh, my next caller is Sandra from Western Supermare. Hello, Sandra. Hello, Gary. Hello. Hello. All I've got to say is politics, schmolitics. I've had enough. Right. Parliament, schmarlament. You know what I mean? Yeah. Elections, schmilections. Hmm. Forget it. Supposed to cast a vote... Voting, schmoting. Tony Blair, Tony Schmler. Right, have you got anything to say about his, his, his legacy? Legacy? Schmlegacy. And what do you think about Gordon Brown? Gordon Brown? 
Gordon Schmown. Thanks for your call. Gary Bellamy. Gary Schmellamy. Okay, thanks for that. Uh, who's on line two? Hello? Yeah, hello, Gary. It's Brian Bell. Hello, how are you doing? Well, I'm not doing too badly, as you Gary. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I bought, yeah, I bought two stone back up. Oh, well, that's not so good. No, that's not so good. H- how did you manage to lose uh, your one and a half stone? Well, simply by taking out the cocoa pops. Pardon? If you're eating four boxes of cocoa pops in a day, Gary, you're hiding to nothing, mate. Yeah. So, but anyway, that was, that was all weird, mate, because I, I'm looking at things. What about Sven's legacy? Sven's legacy? Yeah, on the front pages, you've got Tony Plevin. On the back pages, you've got the end of football match. Mm. A very similar job, actually. Yeah. And I wonder what comes with the most pressure. I don't think... What was I thinking about? You know, Sven's probably comes with more pressure. Well, hang that on, I job, think that... I think it's a poison mm. chalice, Gary. Mm. People knock him, but what you have to think about, Gary, is actually, are we any good at football? You know, mm. hey, he couldn't sit there and say... Actually, no, we're not very good. You know, they're not really the golden generation. They're more a sort of, I don't know, iron generation or something like that. I don't know, Tony Blair probably looks around his cabinet and thinks, well, well maybe they're not the golden generation. And then, if you think about it, okay, mm. we've, we've got rid of Sven Jorman Ericsson, we're still paying him, by the way, um, and we've got Steve McLaren in, and we've got... Right back, we've ended up with exactly the same team. And yeah. if I could draw a metaphor or a simile, I don't know which one it is. Um, well, you can argue that it's the same with the country, isn't it? You get rid of Tony Blair and you put in Gordon Brown, but you're still left with England, aren't you? Do you think that Tony Blair would make a good England manager? Thanks very much for your call. Oh, thank you, Gavin. Always a pleasure. Hello, who's there? My next caller. Hello, who's there? It's Wild Stubbers. Oh, we have an American. It'd be great to hear your opinion on Tony Blair. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I think Tony Blair is a great guy. I think uh, you, get, you gotta give the guy a lot of heap the praise on the guy. Yeah. Great. Can you get any tickets for Phantom? Tickets for what? Phantom of the Opera. No, I can't do that. What about Cats? No, that's not on anymore. We Will Rock You? No, I, I can't get tickets for anything. Yeah. And I sold out till Christmas. Oh. Thanks for your call. I'm Mousetrap. What? Mousetrap. No. Oh. I can't, listen, I can't get you tickets for anything. Oh. Sorry about that. Hello? Thanks for your call. Hello? Bye. Hello? Bye. Okay, my next caller is Early D. Hello. Hi, hey, Bellamy. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing good. Why? It's nice, nice to book up on you again, you know, because you're bad, you know. You're bad, you know. Yeah. You know that, you're deep. Yeah, I'm deep, but it's also nice to talk about something political and, and something well, yeah, heavy yeah, for yeah, a change. Yeah, 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 man. Hold well, well, on, hold on, hold on. Them have some frogs in the metro, you know. <coughs> Clear it out now. Yeah. I just think that uh, politics and all that, it's just like, it's just, it's nonsense. You know, a lot of con artists, isn't it? Con artists. Uh, all of them, right? What I really want, right? Let me tell you the truth now. Me and you, right? Bellamy, right. Me and you, right? We walk on road, right? What? Me and you, we walk on road, isn't it? Yeah. And we sight a, a girl, and she fit, you know what I mean? Fit, ready for flex, don't it? Eh? Yeah. I... And we just chirps her. We chirps her, doctor. You know, we just chirps her. We say, well, all right, me like the bumper, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't shout those kind of things out, but I'm aware that people do. Me like the bumper. I wouldn't mind take a ride on that, you yeah. know? But them politicians, man, them, right? Mm. They look pan-hocked 
and I look pan singer and all them. And they realize them man, them I get enough, 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 enough girl. But them call them in politics. Them not get nothing at all. Right. So them try and style it out and make them big up themselves, you know, to make themselves get girl. Mm. Let's speak the truth now, right? Every man, that's what he wants, you know. And if he don't get it, right? Mm. If he don't get it, then things turn bad. I mean, look, look pan a man that Hitler, right? Mm. What do you make think he go on so? Pardon? What do you make think that Hitler, right, going on how he was going on? Because he wanted to have a woman? Because he wanted girl. If he had enough girl, he, he wouldn't write no book called Mains Camps, innit? He didn't write a book called Niceness. Hang on, but... Niceness by Hitler. That's what they were writing, innit? So you <clears> think... The only one of them who, 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 who speak the truth is that Clinton's, you know? You know the man called Clinton? Yeah, Bill Clinton. Clinton's, right. When he, yeah. he get that, he get that, that girl and come in and, and nice him up into the room, you know? But she need that time, right? Allegedly. All they want, man, is girl. That's what they really want, you know? You know that, innit? But Blair's and all them... Them, them not honest, and they keep on like when they went into a next man yard, like when they went down there in Iraq and everything. They're just trying to boost up themselves, make themselves look large, right? Mm. And then people suffering because they're trying to make themselves look large, right? Mm. Enough people dead. But why they don't just come out like Clinton and say, right? Me just want bumper to ride on. That's how I'm in this business for, right? So you think if Tony Blair had played around a bit and got his fun kind of in the bedroom with another woman? For true, for true. Blairs, if he met other next woman's. No way would he have gone down there in, uh, in, 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 in down into High Rock. I, I agree exactly with what you're saying. Thanks very much for your call, Early D. It's been brilliant. All right, all right, all right, all right. Stay true, stay true, Bellamy's. <laughs> I'm staying true. Thanks very much. Interesting call. Now, let's have a look at some of your emails. Uh, there's one here from Ahmed Hussein, who says that Tony Blair's legacy will be endless programmes about Tony Blair's legacy. He's sick to death of them and wishes we could just move on. And he also adds, God is great... God is great. What about you? Do you agree with Ahmed? Have we had too much hot air about Tony Blair's legacy? Ring in and let us know what you think on 0800 068 7060 or email on down the line at bbc.co.uk. OK, let's take another call. I've got Gordon Fenwater on the line. Hi. First of all, apropos of nothing, hello. 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 I just wondered if it might interest you to know that I live at number 10 Browning Street. Oh. And that sometimes when a letter is addressed to me and written in a rather casual handwriting manner, that the B and the R are often mistaken for a D. And some of my friends often refer to me as a PM or a Prime Minister. <laughs> Thank you very much for your call. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> That's interesting, actually, because uh, I live at number 36, and I often get letters for number 26. And it's not a problem, you know, I just, you know, put them through a letterbox. Although sometimes I, uh, I just throw them away. And actually, one time I did open a package, it was from Amazon. I got all excited, and I didn't check the address. And uh, it was a book on gardening during the menopause. You know, I was too embarrassed to, to give it to her, so I just, uh, just put it in the skip. Um, OK, let's go to our next call, and it's Dave from Crawley. Hello, Dave. What's your point? Hi, um, I just wanted to talk about this change of Prime Minister which is being foisted upon us. Right. I mean, I thought Tony Blair was doing a perfectly decent job. So did I. I mean, why do we need another Prime Minister? What's wrong with the one we had? Why do they have to keep mucking about with everything the whole time? I like Tony Blair, but maybe you could say it's time for a change. Ten years is a long time, could get stale, bit of fresh blood. What do you think about that? Every morning the sun comes up, you don't think, oh, I wish it was the moon, do you? you think if something works, you stick with it. Good point. Why do they keep mucking about with everything the whole time? Why indeed? Thanks for your call. OK, we're talking about Tony Blair's legacy, and on the line now I have Anne from Kent. Hello, Anne. If Tony Blair 
had a twin, mm. we'd be able to see how the stress of being prime minister had affected him physically. Would twin Blair mm. have more hair? Would twin Blair be taller, less grey? Yeah, I mean, less he has... Blind. Yeah, he has aged quite a lot in the, in the last yes, ten years. Yes, he has. You see, of course... This would only work if Twin Blair had spent quite a peaceful ten years. If he'd been a hellraiser, mm. uh, it wouldn't be so good. Then you'd need triplets, really, uh, and for one of them to have lived somewhere quite peaceful, like Guernsey. OK, so you'd need three Blairs, one normal Prime Minister, one hopeless drunk, yes. and one living in the Channel Islands, uh, like Bergerac. I think so, for, for a control in an experiment to see what... The toe, the physical toe, is of being Prime Minister. Hold on a second. So, hang on. What if, right, one of the Tony Blairs, perhaps the drunk, got, got very jealous of the, of the Tony Blair, the, the, the Premier... Oh, yes. ...and decided to kill them... Yes. ...OK, take his place and yes. become Prime Minister himself? How would we know... Oh. ...who was who? The experiment's sort of crumbling, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what if the middle one took, mm. killed... The, the third one, who's now taken over oh, from the first one... and then the one. remaining two, might, there might be a vengeance killing, taking it down to one again, and then we really wouldn't know what the effect of being Prime Minister is on a body or a mind at all. Yeah, thank God for Gordon Brown. It's only one of him, yes, allegedly. so far. I suppose what you wouldn't want is the three Blairs living yes. in one house together, because yes. Gordon Brown might come around and eat all their porridge. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Funny. Thanks very much for your call. <laughs> and that's brilliant. Thank you. Be, was, wasn't that funny? Now, if any of you have tuned in to listen to our special guest, political satirist Paul Butler, I'm afraid he's stuck in traffic. Uh, that's the problem with this studio. But we are hoping he'll make it in time for the end of the show. Uh, I love political satire, allegedly. <laughs> Uh, but isn't it great, though, seriously, that we live in a country where we can mock our politicians and call them names? Uh, that's democracy, and that's, that is worth fighting for. OK, there's an email here from Lauren Coombe in Durham who says that there aren't enough programmes on about Tony Blair's legacy, and she wishes that there were more. She could listen to them all day. She will miss Tony Blair, and she will miss his legacy. And she also adds that she's just got round to seeing Pirates of the Caribbean 3 and that she was a little disappointed. Not quite sure what the relevance of that is. Let's go back to the phones now. Hello, who's that? Hello? Hello? Who's that? Gary Bellamy, are you down the line? Oh, I didn't think I'd get through. Well, you are now, so uh, you're down the line. We're talking about Tony Blair and what? his legacy. Aye. We're talking about Tony Blair, who's, uh, who's no longer Prime Minister, Gordon Brown, new Prime Minister. What do you think about that? Yeah. I see, I see the bloke who's done the thing. What thing? The thing with, uh, with all, the, um, all, the spe- all the people around him. Yeah. I see it. I see it on the thing on the telly. He was all they was all there with the shirt sleeves on, and um, he's gone back now. Right. Well, what he's gone back a bit. Do you know who Tony Blair is? Yeah. Right. So, how do you feel about him no longer being prime minister? What do you think of the last ten years? I, I was watching Wimbledon. Right. The last ten years of your life. How has your life changed? Oh, more hairy. No, but no, but is your life is your life better or worse than it was ten years ago? Is there anything specific that's happened that maybe the government might have had an effect on your life that has made you unhappy? Well, I broke your radio. Right. Listen, is there anything the government's done? Tony Blair himself, what do you think of the Iraq war, for example? Was that a bad or a good thing? Oh, uh, 
bad at first. Right. Then it got good. Okay. What about, have you, have you had anyone ill? Have you been to hospital lately? Yeah. Okay. Every so day. You go every day? I'm, I'm a cleaner. Right. So you see hospital from the, from the ground level. Have you seen a change in the last ten years? Well, I've only been working here a week. Right. So has anything, bother, has anything else changed in the last ten years? That's, you know. I, I, I can't understand. It's why Ribery's going to ban Munich. Okay, thanks for your call. Right, I've got a regular caller on the line now. It's Carlid. Hello, Carlid. What is point satire? What is point satire? Well, the point is, you know, is to laugh at politicians. What is point laugh at politicians? What is point laugh at politicians? Well, you know, you've got to mock them to, you know, make their job harder or, you know... What is point mock? What is point make job harder for politicians? What is point? Well, you know, to keep their feet on the ground or undermine them a bit or, you know, to keep them... Uh, what is point undermine politicians? What is point? You know, to have a laugh, to have a, to have a giggle. Enjoy yourself. What is point giggle? Well, to g- giggle is... Giggle. What is point giggle? <laughs> giggle is, is like... A, it's, it's good to giggle because it, it lifts your heart, makes you happy. Right, well, thanks for your call, Carlin. Uh, right, I've got an email here from Mark Commode. I don't know if it's the Mark Commode. Uh, he says he won't miss Tony Blair and he won't miss the Pirates of the Caribbean film series. They have lost their fizz. OK, my next caller is Alan Kale from Winchester. Hello, Alan. Yeah, the point I'd like to make, mm-hmm. uh, the new government, the new Labour government, Gordon Brown's new Labour government, Tony Blair's Labour government as was, the new Labour government under Gordon Brown, just coming in now, Tony Blair's government right, as yeah. was. Yeah. In their wisdom, mm-hmm. uh, I don't feel, I don't feel in any way, I don't feel in any way at all, I have no feelings at all in any way that the new government, yeah. Gordon Brown's new government, yes. Tony Blair's government as was, was. the new Labour government as is, yes. under Gordon Brown, is really, let's face it, and we all probably think the same. You probably think the same as I do. I don't know what new you, wh- government, Gordon Brown's new government, new Labour government, the new Labour government under Gordon Brown. <sighs> what Tony is Blair's your point? government as was really? Please, let's face it. It's not going to be significantly different to the old government, the old new Labour government under Tony Blair. Alan, Tony thank Blair's you. Labour uh, government. Thanks very much. Tony Let's Blair's take another call now. Hello. What's your point? Under Tony Blair. All right, I'll tell you what, mate. Yeah? If this was the 70s, right, if this was the 70s, we wouldn't be bothering about any of this. Do you know mm. why? Why? Because we'd all be having a little bit of hanky-panky, wouldn't we? Mm. Hey, bit of energy, your father. Yeah. Little bit of nookie. Right, so you don't think there's any significance in uh, Gordon Brown taking over from Tony Blair? It's all horses for courses, isn't it, mate? Eh? Hey? Mm. Horses for courses, isn't it? You <laughs> see what I'm saying? Like, horses for courses, isn't it, eh? Hey? Yeah. Horses for courses, isn't why, it? Why do you keep saying that? Because <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's horses for courses, isn't it? Well, what do you mean by that, though? Oh, it's horses for courses, isn't yeah. it? But what does it mean? Oh, it means what it means, doesn't yeah. it? Horses for courses, isn't it? Swings and roundabouts. Horses for courses. Swings and yeah. roundabouts. What does it mean? Six and one half a dozen of the other, isn't it, mate? Six and one half a dozen of the other, eh? <sighs> yeah, it's as bald as it's low, isn't it, eh? Horses for courses. Hanky-panky. Little bit of nookie. There's your father. Thanks for your call. Hello, who's there? I've got three words to say. Hmm? Blair. Wanted. War. Criminal. That's four words. Tony Blair out. War. Criminal. That's five words. Tony Blair wanted. What's your point? Tribunal. um, War tribunal 
Wanted for Tony. Thanks very much for your call. Blair. Wanted. Let's go straight away to another caller now, and it's the Pearly King. Hello. Hello, Kelly. <laughs> How are you? Oh, having a party over here. Are you? What are you? In, are you? Are you, are you oh, celebrating the new prime minister? and nephews out on the porch. Are you celebrating the new prime minister? No, just, we don't need a we don't need a special occasion, Gary. We're always having a party. We're having a sing song. Right. I tell you what, I've got all my wife's family over. Yeah. They're all pearly. Uh, me, I tell you, my old uncle's died. He chipped oh. over. He drowned in a bird bath. Oh. He's gone. That's a sad thing. And I've got my long lost brother Noel's come back from Canada. He's come up. He didn't know nothing about the pearly way. No. And now he's gone pearly. Has he? And we've sent him back to Ottawa to spread the pearly way all round Ottawa. Right. So, uh, what have you got to say about Tony Blair? How's he? How's he affected the uh, the pearly well, king a dynasty? Later, what? A great big roasted hen. Brilliant. So, what have you got to say about Tony Blair's legacy? Well, Gary, what you may not know is, mm. I wrote to Tony Blair on the on the pearly notepaper, mm. and I said, "Dear Tony, I would love to come into the House of Parliament." and meet all the honourable people there, all the MPs, and really show them the pearly way, and then we'll all have a big old sing-song, get on the Joanna, and have a fantastic pearly time. But he, he turned me down. Did he? Maybe he was really busy. No, New Labour, they've never supported the pearlies. We, we, we've been largely ignored and been shut out. The last Prime Minister who was really pearly was good old Teddy Heath. Teddy Heath? Oh, Teddy Heath, mm? he, what people don't know, mm? he was pearly. Oh. He used to get all the gear on. We'd all go around his did. house. He lived out there, down round by Canterbury Way. Yeah. And he'd get all his homemade biscuits out. Right. All there. We'd all get round the Joanna. And he'd come down in his pearly outfit. It was really tight. Right. Tight trousers. And we'd have a dance. He was a terrific fella. Oh. That's really quite an evocative image. Ted Heath in the Pearly King outfit. You know, I can't imagine Gordon Brown dressing up in fancy dress. He's, he's quite dour, isn't he? Allegedly. <laughs> now, I've just heard that our guest, Paul Butler, is almost here, so fingers crossed. Uh, you're listening to Down the Line. Who's there? OK, Sue. OK. Hello. Oh, Gary, OK. I've got a question for you, OK? Yeah? Is it illegal to eat your own pets? I don't know about that. Thanks for your call, though. It's nice to have something a little bit different to uh, the Tony Blair chat. And something a bit more light-hearted, like eating your own pets. OK, let's go back to the phones now. I've got a regular caller here. It's Humphrey Milner. Hello, Humphrey. i just say before I, I make my point how, mm-hmm. how lovely it was to hear uh, one of your earlier callers use the, the phrase, a poisoned chalice. Yes. I just thought how marvellous it was to hear such a, such a lovely old-fashioned yeah. word, chalice. Yeah. You don't hear it on the... No, no. On the radio, no, great. No, you don't. So what's, what's your point, Humphrey? It, uh, yes. Um, well, for me, the, the, one, the one thing that will really stick in my, my memory from, mm. from the Tony Blair years is it was the incident of the sexing up uh, dossier. Yes. Um, you know, it's, it's something I shall never forget. And mm. I don't think anyone will ever forget that, that, that poor scientist fellow who... who um, you know, how... Awful that must have been, Gary, to die alone in the woods like that, mm. yeah. with all the weight of the world on your shoulders. Yeah, it was. It wasn't nice, was it? His name will stand as a, as a monument to Tony Blair's government. Mm. Monument, monument, monument. Uh, <clears throat> a monument that Tony Blair would probably rather not have. So, yeah. You know that that name, the name of um, 
uh, what was his name again? Doctor, um, it was Doctor, wasn't it? Doctor, yeah, Doctor something. Uh, was Hutton. It? Yeah, Doctor Hutton. Len Hutton. Len Hutton, yes. Yeah. Doctor Le- no. No. No, Len, Len Hutton was a cricketer. Was it? Um, was a sublime cricketer. Gilligan. G- well, who was Hutton? He had a, sure I think he did the involved. report. He was the reporter, was he? Yes. Who, who first exposed the... On Radio 4, he, that was him on the Today programme. That was Hutton. Gilligan was the doctor. <laughs> doctor, yes, Dr David Gilligan, who... That's not right, is it? Wasn't it Gilligan who did the inquiry? Yes. Or was that Selene Hutton? No, that was... No, he was the cricketer. Gilligan was involved in some way, wasn't he? Uh, or was it Milligan? I think it was... I'm getting confused, aren't I, with Milbank, the Labour headquarters. But I'm that... sure Mil... Gilligan... Mil... Miliband. Miliband. That's it. Dr David Miliband. Dr... No. No, we're confusing that with Alan Miliband, who was standing... Do you know what, Guy? I've taken to writing things down on, on, yeah. on, on a piece of paper. It just helps me to remember. I did actually write, write it down here, so I didn't want to forget and make a fool of myself. Just hang on a second. Okay. I do. Just trying to get some... Uh... Yeah. Humphrey! <laughs> um, Humphrey? Hello? There he is. I think he's hoovering. Humphrey! Turn... Humphrey! Humphrey! Uh, sorry, Humphrey, I'm going to have to cut you off there because I've just heard that uh, political satirist Paul Butler is here. Um, no, oh, he's in the building. He's in the building, so he'll be with us soon. So we've got time to go to just one more call. And down the line, we've got Chuck Perry. Hello, Chuck. Chuck <laughs> Perry, how are you, mate? All right. Ten years, mate. <laughs> Long time. A decade, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Politics, eh? <laughs> Yeah. That's the biggest joker on that, isn't it? That lot of jokers. Mm. I'll tell you what, girl, I want to laugh and I'll be crying. <laughs> Will you miss Tony Blair? Tony Blair, no, baby, love. What about Gordon Brown? <laughs> What do you think of him? <laughs> will you be, will you, do you think he'd make a good Prime Minister? Gordon Brown, Gordon Bennett more like. Don't yeah. make me laugh, Gary. Oh, and what about David Cameron? Yeah, I quite like him, yeah. Thanks for your call. OK, we're now joined, just in time for the end of the show, by political satirist Paul Butler. Hi. OK, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Bit out of breath. Good, OK, and uh, you've got a, uh, you're on tour at the moment? Yes, I'm... Um... Uh, on my Pulling Blair's Leg SE tour. Yeah, and you've got a new show starting on Radio 4 soon as well, yeah, haven't that's you? Right, that's right. Brilliant. OK, yeah. fantastic. Mm. And I see you've brought some of, your, uh, uh, some of your political character friends with you. Yeah, it's a little crowded in here, isn't mm. it? I mean, look, who's this? A woof woof, a woof woof woof. Uh, Margaret Beckett. No. Woof woof woof, spin, mm. spin, 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 spin. Mm. Woof 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 woof, lie, spin, woof woof woof. Yeah. It's George Bush's poodle, Tony Blyer. OK, who, and who else is with you? Yo, Bellamy. Mm. Hi there, ladies Isation and gentlemenizations. God told me to bomberize the world, and I'm so dumb I did. Now, watch this drivation. Yep. George Bush. George Bush. Yeah. And uh, who else is with you today? I'm Donald Dumsfeld. And who else is with you? Uh, isn't it crowded in here? Yeah. My goodness, look at that. Oh, my God, it's John Prescott squeezing in. He's so fat, isn't he? I call him two jags. Yeah, can you just do your rap? Mm, a comedy rap? Yeah. <laughs> Me, 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 me. 
30 seconds. Tory party, what's your game? Liberal Democrat, what's your name? New Labour, you're all the same. 20 seconds. Ballot box, ballot box. Right, that's the end of Down the Line for this week. Uh, We'll be back again for new series, hopefully in the autumn, later on in the year. Thanks. Paul Butler.